back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in to the Dump Pun Hours here on Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. The morning personnel host, as always, on my left in studio with me. And if you guys want to join the show, feel free to do so. 402-464-5685. Or you can comment on the streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. We did have Jim on the last segment. Uh, again, he was talking about, we're talking about UFC and Khabib. He said the combination of wrestling with striking uh, is a real bear to deal with. Nice little pun there. Uh, and then he says, of course, you have to condition your bones to be hard. It takes years to do that. But once you do it, you're gold. Again, just talking about Khabib and the <laughs> the absolute dominance that guy has. Um, it, it is impressive. And that's one thing with the UFC that as that continues to grow and they continue to partner up with WWE. Uh, that's just an awesome product. Do you watch a lot of UFC? Good morning, Pearsonell. Here and there, I like boxing a little bit more. Okay, um, boxing is just is just different. I mean, UFC is is outright its own. But so let me ask you this: Is Crawford the best pound per pound per pound fighter today? What? And if just today, and if that's true, where does he rank all time? Because he could be what, arguably what the, one of the best ever. I think he's one of the best ever. Like where definitely a Mount Rushmore, a bare minimum Mount Rushmore guy. He's got to be in the conversation it's, for it's the best. Like what do you? And I, I'm not, I'm not so sure, you know, where, you know, with his last fight, people was like, oh, well, you made him, you know, go down to this fight. I'm like, bro, the buddy's been fighting at this, at that fight weight for so long. Like, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it did, regardless of whatever, like, you know, he demonstrated what he was supposed to. Like, he's for sure pound for pound. It's not close. Like it, the guy doesn't drink. The guy doesn't smoke. Like he's one of the more more dedicated persons that that I've known. I've gotten to train with him, so I personally know. But and it, he's different, mm-hmm. and he pushes the tempo and everything that he's worked for and everything like that is outright what he was supposed to get. And good luck with getting in the ring with him. Yeah, I mean he he just proved it. Like it was the the fight wasn't even close. Just dominated right he away. Made me a lot of money. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> he made me a lot of money. I was at people's necks what were the odds on that one do you remember uh i do not but i know he was not favored yeah which is insane uh yeah it was it was it was definitely spence and uh and like that's the thing about errol spence too that was driving me mad the thing that frustrated me most after that fight was people arguing well errol spence uh making excuses for errol spence and i'm like they were like oh he must have had a bad training camp i'm like no (laughs) like crawford's just that guy Easily, like he, he, what more do you want? Uh, hopefully, the Canelo fight does at some point and happens and whatnot. I know he's getting up still there. in the work, it's still it could happen. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying Canelo's scared or anything like that, but I mean, Canelo's been on, he fights like three, I feel like three times a year about, so yeah, he yeah. might just like be worn need, out need with stuff and everything like that. Um, but their level of dedication and stuff and everything like that is, is completely different. I've, like I said, been inside of a boxing trainers uh camp and i understand you know what they go through what they got to do cutting weight um is is it's a different type of discipline Mm -hmm. um by far i probably think one of you know the harder sports to train for um and i mean you can't blame nobody else but you like there there's no team there's no like it's all on you you getting up you know working out you 
fixing, you know, your weaknesses and everything like that and putting, you know, a game plan together, your camp and whatnot. So it's it, that that's a different beast in its own self. Absolutely. And uh, we do have one from the text line I want to get to here because we might dive into this one for a little bit. We got <laughs> Thomas and Lincoln. He said, if total chaos happened in the top four where they lose and Texas hangs 30 point difference, uh, I'm assuming he's talking about a conference game. Uh, who is your guys top four? He says, love the content and I uh, appreciate you joining in on the show. So right now, as it sits, you got Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Washington at three, Florida State at four. So he's saying if all of those guys... Uh, managed to lose. So Georgia loses to Alabama, uh, and he's saying a 30-point difference. So we'll, we'll equate that in there. You got Michigan losing to Iowa in the Big Ten game. Come on, bro. <laughs> Washington losing to uh, Oregon, and then, of course, Florida State taking a loss as well. So that gives all your 12-0 uh, and teams a 12-1 and record, and that would put, obviously, that make Oregon 12-1. and So then you're... Okay, we'll, we'll break it down there. So if Washington, say Washington loses to Oregon, now we'll, we'll start with the Pac-12 for our first chaos game because Pac-12 is, I'll tell you what, for blue blood conferences going out with a bang, uh, I'll give the Pac-12 credit. That is, if you're a blue blood, like that, you did it. Like that's If they're going to try to kick you out, like you you went out with a bang. Good for on sure. Them. Um, if Washington loses, so Oregon. So that would tie it up. Washington's got one on Oregon and Oregon's got one on Washington. And they'd both be 12-1. and one. You take the Pac-12 championship, so whoever wins that game, therefore, automatically. Okay. okay. So, who do you think is going to win? We'll just plug them in now. Ooh. I'm doubling down on Washington. I know it's hard to beat a team twice, but I, I won't be surprised if Oregon finds a way. But I I'm going to double down on Michael Penix Jr., who I think has just been. I'm going. I'm. I'm. Go I'm going with Washington too. Okay. So we got Washington in there. Uh, this is where it gets tricky. So Georgia, <laughs> the number one. Georgia if, is still being there. Even if they lose, lose by 30. Georgia still being there. Doesn't matter. So just say Georgia does lose, you put them in at three and four, and then would you have Alabama at three jump Georgia? Because Alabama's only got one loss as well, so they'd be tied record-wise. You'd have a twelve and one versus twelve and one. Who's going three and well? To be honest, however they set that up, they're just going to make sure they're not on the same side, so you mm -hmm. don't have a repeat. Exactly, but I feel like that's how you should. That's how what you're supposed to do, though. Yeah, it is. I got like, no, I got no problems with like that. running back next week. Like it, it is what it is. Um, I think if Georgia does lose to Alabama, you probably have to, and everybody else loses, you probably have to put Alabama and Georgia in there off rip. Okay, so we got Georgia, Alabama, Washington, Washington Michigan loses to Iowa. You'd have to go. This is just this is the thing for me though. Do you go Texas or do you go Ohio State? Those are the two teams that you really got that you can really pick out of there. Ah, uh, because Ohio State is sitting at five or six right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so Ohio, yeah, Ohio State is six. Oregon's the last man out, or, or Ohio State at six, Texas at seven. But I personally like Texas the, the, more the, than the, Ohio State. Really. I'd like to see you. I'd like are to no longer a Nebraska fan. I don't want to hear anything else from. <laughs> Not that. like them as a team. I like don't, their I don't you said it, Shut. I don't hear it. <laughs> uh, I think things would if if I think if Ohio State would be in it would be more interesting than putting Texas or Michigan in there. Just because um blow for blow explosive mm -hmm. plays and everything like that, um I think it'll be more exciting. I think if you put Michigan in there, they don't lose the big. They lose the Big Ten. Uh, they're, they're out of it. Um, 
Yeah, you you put you you throw O State in there just to kind of mix things up as far as like the as as far as you know talent wise to compete offensively defensively with uh, Bama and Georgia. Uh, we do have Mississippi Mud Dog saying if, if that scenario does happen, he would have Washington and Oregon both in there. So you would have an Oregon team at eleven and two. Uh, yeah, because assuming Oregon, Washington, Oregon assuming lost? Washington, assuming Washington. Twice? No, they lost once. Assuming okay. they, uh, actually, actually, no. If they assume the chaos, they would win that one. So they'd be twelve and one. Washington would be twelve and one. He would plug them both in. So you'd have two Pac-12 teams. That, that would, no, that that ain't. You'd you, kick Florida State out if, yeah. they, if they managed. You, you. My thing is okay. Conference championship. Uh, so that's why I said Oregon instead of uh Washington being in. Mm-hmm. Uh, head to head between, um. That between Washington and Ohio State, like y'all are pretty much like in the same, um, y'all are pretty much in the same y'all lo- y'all lost to a conference champion. So what's the difference between Oregon? I mean, what's the difference between Ohio State and Washington now? Neither one of y'all don't have a championship, so that's why it's like you took your shot, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Like you know now, allow somebody else you know that opportunity and everything like that. You went head to head. And you lost. There's no, you know, there. I don't think that would be that. But Georgia, I think, is still the best team out of all of them. So you can't, even if they do lose, like you can't, you can't just not. They can't go from number one all the way to number five. If you had to pick an upset, that the most likely upset out of all the conference championships games, probably that. Okay, probably. I can see. I, that. I mean, Georgia would. Georgia would with that loss. They would probably go to four. Bama would go to. Uh, Bama will probably go to one just because you took off number one, um, or at least two, uh, and then yeah, assuming they all lose here, so or, just so uh, everyone's keeping. I, I would think Oregon would be at four, but Oregon would be higher because they are the outright that won yep. a championship, so they might be two or three depending on you know how how it will fall, and then from there, uh, give one of the the non conference you know champion championship less teams an opportunity, and I think. Between five, six, between five and six, I I would rather see Ohio State than than Texas. Yeah. I would rather see Ohio State than uh, a Michigan or state. Like like I said, like you lost in the in the in the, in the championship and everything like that. But that would make what Iowa eleven and yeah. So if Iowa wins that, they would they would be eleven and two. If they somehow beat Michigan, that put their season at eleven and two. That's the kicker though, because they're the Big Ten championships. If that yeah. they're the Big Ten champs, like that, I don't. It it would just go on. You know, okay. What is? Are you finally going to let a team in with two losses? It, that that would be cre- That's yeah. I don't. That'd be the craziest two loss team to ever make it through though. That is historically bad offense, and you hats off for finding ways to win games. Something we've been dying if, to learn if over here. That years. happens, whatever, whatever game is on, like it's probably over by halftime. Yeah. Do you, if so, Iowa, Michigan. Is it, do you have any thought or any chance that Iowa can somehow pull it off? No, I don't either. I'm, no. I'm pretty. I'm, I don't. Think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking third by the end of the third quarter, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like it, as soon as they get down by a two score game, it's over. It was what it feels like. Cause that, I mean that, that we saw what that Michigan defense can do against Ohio state. They're going to, they're going to create turnovers mm-hmm. and they're going to put points up on the defensive side. So whatever quarterback Iowa's has and everything like, Oh, he got two interceptions coming. 
Yeah, and we just saw or, that you they're know, not perfect a, on special teams. Or an interception and, you know, a fumble. That's coming. You, you can best bet believe that. Like, I don't think your offensive line is, you know, I know they have put out people and everything like that, but I don't think, you know, they're, they're good enough to survive that. Y'all been, you know, surviving games with less talented, you know, opponents, and you barely get 13 points. Like no, good. Michigan could Michigan Michigan put that up in three drives. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of hope either, <laughs> I, and I don't care. It's Iowa. I hope they take an ugly loss and for sure, you know, go punt on another off season where you didn't really do anything other than beat you know. up on a big bet, bad Big Ten West. Mm. It's just it bothers me. I'm, it's gonna take a while for me to get over that gut punch. Is that three years in a row we've lost by a field or three? No. Not three years in a row, but three times we've lost in a row was due to a field goal. Yes. Man, that's brutal. I just can't get over it. The, the Iowa game. Well, we need to we need to figure out this off season. Is there any quarterbacks right now that have been hitting the transfer portal that got you interested at all, or are you even thinking that much? Because Matt Rule said to get a good, um, if you want a quote unquote good quarterback, you got to be willing to spend you know basically anywhere between one to two million dollars in NIL money. Um, <clears throat> I, I I can see what you know. That being said, and everything like that, um, if if you want money out of it, is that really the right quarterback that we need? You know, here. So I mean, you you might have to just you know really do your homework and find a guy who one who fits what you want to do, um, who needs an opportunity and everything like that. Regardless, mm-hmm. of the, the the money is gonna come because if you get here and you ball, like it's yeah, gonna it's gonna, it's, it's gonna get thrown at you. You know what I'm saying? So. If you out there and, you know, guys is asked for X, Y, and Z and you kind of got burnt two years in a row with that already, uh, I think you'd be a little bit more wise uh, with doing that. Um, and I mean, if it's going to cost that type of money and everything like that, is that really the person you want in the building? Because you'd have to it's assess the whole league. Is like, is that what all the quarterbacks want? Like, or can I just get a quarterback I believe in developing, which Again, that's the problem if it's like, man, if I get a quarterback in here, which I don't think Matt Rule would ever do, uh, promise a spot. Mm-hmm. But anytime you say we do get a quarterback and we're paying him 1.5, it's you don't want to guarantee a spot, but if he doesn't start, you just wasted $1.5 million unless your starter that you named in the offseason somehow gets hurt and he comes on and miraculously you know, even elevates the team more. But there's such a danger of paying all that money and then like, we've what, seen what, it where the what, guy just what, what, what is the one point? Like, what is that going to get you? Like, to, to, to be fair, these like, numbers what, are what so is that, what is that, fictitious with this what, NIL deal. What is that going to get you? Okay, yeah, you're paying a guy. Okay, so is that as he? Are you for sure he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do and and change and be in games well, now? Spencer Rattler, he got a ton of money, and I know he did eventually start doing a little better, but I mean, he wasn't anything what they thought that like if the dollar value they were paying they didn't receive he still had a good season he was still a good quarterback but they spent a lot of money are you paying for a hype like what like what are you i mean because nebraska sells itself so Mm -hmm. you know is that is that more guaranteed wins like you you, that's a that's a lot of money for a lot of uncertainty and that's too much of a risk to put on a 22 to 
25 year old mm-hmm. unless it like like i said unless you know it is what it is now you can work the day and be like hey you know if you hit x mount of this and this yeah you can you can get that but, that's what i think it but needs to be. I, but out the out the gate i need one 1.5 to come here you're sick it's just got to be performance-based. You guys get paid on performance-based in the pro leagues. I mean, that's basically what we're turning this into. We might as well just start treating it like it. That's how I see it. Like, give these guys money that they deserve, money up front, and you if can go you get hit you, X, you, Y, and Z, here comes the rest of the money. You can go get you a, a, a Juco guy, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't care. They're not finna, you, you know, you can go get the number one Juco pro, uh, prospect. Like, he not finna... Ask for that. Now you might have to hundred K here, there, or whatever, and, and go on from there, but one one point whatever for a good quarterback, okay, exactly what is a good quarterback gonna get you? Is the offensive line gonna be better? Like are we gonna have weapons or gonna have receivers gonna, for you, him? You know, so yeah, you you, you paying all that money for, for what for him to be good, okay. Well, is he gonna be healthy? Can can we can we've seen we've seen, you know, having talented guys back there. And get hurt. Yep. And so then, what? Like what? Okay. Like you stated a fact. You mm-hmm. st- you stated a number, a statistic that you came across. Okay. What are you doing to 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 get that? Like you know what I'm saying. So are you paying that money to get that? Or are you just you know you just saying that just to just to state a fact of that that is what it is. Like we can do fine with a decent quarterback that can you know consistently move, move the offense up and down the field and not turn the ball over. Like, you don't you don't need a good quarterback to do that. You need somebody elite enough to get things done. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do have one more from Mississippi Mud Dog here before we go to break. He says, you don't think that Matt Rule would promise a QB a starting job? Seems like you already did that once. And I, I don't. I actually think you can. we can argue about the Thompson thing, how that went down, but when the actual competition started, I do think at one point There was time, no competition. He was hurt. All spring, yeah. Purdy's hurt. Harburg isn't even playing quarterback. No, I'm, I'm talking about the Thompson thing. He was hurt. He didn't get a chance. Yeah. Like he he came in and. So I do genuinely believe Sims was the best quarterback heading into the season because of lack of other the, the competition. They like didn't you get, said, they didn't get to fall camp. Is what I'm saying. He mm-hmm. was hurt in spring and from they brought him in from from then. He didn't even give a he didn't even get a chance to take a snap. And we did train Harburg to become quarterback. And Sims out of the game. So, like, I am I do believe. I don't think he's promised. I would hope because that just seems like mistake one. You don't promise guy positions because you're going to eliminate any sort of competition and lose respect on the team. But who knows? I'm not inside the locker room. You can, you can always disagree through the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. We'll throw it to break here. Don't punt hour. Don't go anywhere.